can I say? Mamba out. And we are back. Welcome back to the fifth and dribble podcast. You're sitting here with your boys, Maddie B and Locke. Locke, what's good, my guy? How are you? I am good, brother. We're on finals eve. How good does it feel? Finals eve. Oh, and it feels so, so good. Now, before we get into anything, all right, this is your friendly reminder. It is Are You Okay Day. Check in on your mates. Go and say hello. Ask them if they're good. We shouldn't just do it one day a year, but we wouldn't be us as mental health advocates if we didn't say anything. So we hope you're all okay. Lachlan, are you okay? I'm okay, Matthew. Are you okay? Lovely. Yep, I am okay. I'm doing well. I'm getting through it. X's and O's, that's what we're about. All right, so check in on your mates. Please do. And if you haven't already, please sign the petition. All right. The petition is going. It's pumping. We want to fill a football stadium with that petition. All right. We're closing in on 7,000. It's happening. All right. Let's get to 20, please. Now, let's get into the week that is. My guy, how's your week going? Work doing all right? You, how have you adjusted back into the working life? Because, you you know, you've been on vacation for six, seven, eight, ten years. <laughs> like, what? What's doing? I mean, do I do I take back all my all my pre slander of our of our hollowed professions of teachers? It's hard to to start working when you stop all the time. I don't know how they do it. It's tough. Maybe, maybe it's harder. Maybe it's harder than I thought. But then I remember, nah, because by the time they adjust, they're a week away from more holidays. So what can you do? Well, you got to be that guy. You got to. <laughs> I think you just need to like fucking pump the brakes on that. You really do. <laughs> You really do. It's just not, it's not ideal. It's hurtful. That's okay. Good. It's it's meant to be hurtful. I'm glad that we're hitting the target audience there. God damn. God damn. damn. (laughs) Everything's all right in your world though, my guy? Yeah, it's all right, man. It's getting ready for football. We are going to the Sharks-Cowboys game. Then I'm off to the Fortress. um, See Penrith take on Para. So I'm looking forward to a really good weekend of footy, mate. There's a lot of Fortresses in football these days. There's, you know, there's Penrith... Brookvale is supposed to be a fortress. Points bet is supposed to be a fortress. Like, we need a new word. We need a new word for a stadium that is unpenetrable. Can I tell, can I tell you a good stadium name like that? Cold, hmm. The Cauldron. The Cauldron. The, I'll tell you what would be a sick design for a stadium. And now I know you want stadiums to be up and, like, be part of the skyline. Like, that's kind of, like, cool and you need them to be ground level for drainage. Hmm. But if you had one you fucking went down to. Oh, like, like the a, roof, like Madison Square Garden. Yeah, but yeah, so the roof was fucking ground level, and yeah. you just like go dead. Oh, mate, imagine that playing sick. in that. Like you would that have would the biggest home court advantage, home field advantage. You would just have everyone yell, like someone like Melbourne or North Queensland, have it far away from everywhere else, and you just mm. down it in the pit. In the pit. Get in the that, pit. That, no, that has big Canberra vibes to it. Yeah, get down, get down the cold pit. Like, get down there, like South River Stadium like that, and Russell Crowe's there doing the fucking gladiator thumbs Yeah, but they call it like Burrow. That's what they call it. Get I down in the burrow. With that. I, I reckon there's a few of them. you got the den. Yep. you got uh, you got the burrow. got the kennel. The kennel. Oh, the kennel I like. The yeah, kennel I like, really I don't like. know. What Cowboys, I guess you got what? you got the saloon. The, the ranch. <laughs> the ranch, the stables, mate. Getting the stables. Stables, getting the stables. No, that's the Broncos. The Broncos is the stables. Yeah, the Broncos would be the stables, yeah. Dolphins, I know, getting the pod. Getting, <laughs> getting the the. Getting the the. <laughs> There's a few good ones out there. Fucking the Knights, I don't know. I guess you go Castle. That's lame as fuck. There's no castles on the ground. Yeah, that's very, yeah but that Castle's very... Um, 
what were we talking about before? Now I've forgotten. What's the original word? What's the original Fortressy? word? Fortress. Yeah, Castle's very... <laughs> I couldn't fucking think Matt, of it. Matty's brain switched off. Castle, right here, Castle right is here. very fortress. Well, I was trying to think of other things that were... Oh, you know. I'll, tell, I'll tell you a good one. Yeah. The hen house. Oh, the hen house. The trookies. Get them the in the hen house. The chook pen. Get them in the chook nah, pen. Nah, it's got to be hen house, bro. Always. Surely, surely we just start calling Allianz a hen house now. The hen house. No, I don't know. I think South Road played that too. Oh, so, fuck. Yeah, well, I'm, not, I'm not getting into that. I don't know if I can get into spend it. Oh. Spend $800 million taxpayers' money. Fucking I'll play there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> get me out there hitting some goosies. Put me out there. Uh, all right. So, praise be. Onto the cover. The cover does fantastic things. They promote our shit. Sometimes we don't know why, but we appreciate that they do it. All right. Praise be onto the doc guy, the socials guy, and to the Sherpa who we miss right now. Praise be our men. Amen. My week has been going well. I know you don't care. Did we have someone ask you about your week? Didn't we? I know. That's I why know. you miss you the Sherpa. You miss someone. You don't care. Caring, but I did, mate. but I did tinker on the stories yesterday. And I said that today I would reveal what happened. So I get home yesterday. And uh, my mother-in-law is has a plastic bag and a pair of tongs. I'm like, what are you doing with that? She's like, there's a rat outside that I've killed. Little did she know there's a rat inside. Yeah, fucking. I knew, I knew that was coming. So there's a rat. And she goes, there's a rat outside that I've killed. And she goes, do you want to put it in the bag for me? And I was like, no, I rescind my penis card. I'm not about to do that. That is not happening. I do not want to grab the tongs, grab the rat, and then... Take it out. So uh, then Ella called me on the phone um, and I felt like a bit of a bitch explaining to her that I was going to make her mum do it and me not yeah, do that's it. A, that's so, a bitch move. That's a that's it was a bitch, it was a bitch glad, move. I'm glad it. I'm glad it permeated. Yeah, it, did. it, per- it permeated just like the uh, just like the insides of that rat, and um, you know arsenic and whatnot. And um, from there. Uh, you know, Ella said, give me the phone to mom like I'm going to sort out dinner. Yeah, yeah, no worries. And I just said, oh, my anxiety peaked. And I was like, they're talking shit about me. I'm just going to go are. and get they're this. Like, like, I'm just going to go and get this rat. They're saying he doesn't want to do this. He's a rat too. They look out for each other. That's what, yeah, that's what they're couldn't... saying and thinking. Mr. Rat in the Hat, you know, throwback to the childhood days, bananas in pajamas, rat in the hat. He was, he was my guy. So I got to pick up this rat and it obviously been sitting in the sun for a while because it was like the tail was solid. Oh, it's a hot rat. It was a hot rat. The tail oh. was solid. Like it was half of its body was flat because gravity had done its work and the other half was like a dome. And it was just, uh, it just, oh, it turns my stomach to this very moment thinking about <laughs> Imagine it. Imagine how the rat was feeling, mate. Oh, the rat was dead. The rat wasn't <laughs> yeah, feeling shit. Yeah, the fucking rat. So I couldn't grab it from the end of the tail because the tail was too stiff. So I had to like go right near the butthole. Yeah, the I, I would. I was going to ask, what was your maneuvering like? I wouldn't have gone tail. Tails. Well, tail- no, I had, well, I had to go... Under the proviso of the mother-in-law, I went tail because she said the the arsenic usually like curdles and burns the inside. So if you grab it from the middle, it's like susceptible to pop. Oh, see, I didn't know that. Now and I didn't, want, I didn't want rat in that. shit I everywhere. Gone, I would have gone rat cuts for sure. I would have grabbed it right around the spare tire. Well, apparently it's like a loose burrito. Like it can just break in the middle and everything just drips out. 
Ah, oh, you know what? That that term is just absolutely horrific. So thank you for that. <laughs> hope ever hope no one's out there eating lunch. Shout out to El Amigos there having some Mexican, but El Gringos Loco. Shout um, out to you, mate, my guys. Yeah, no, I. You know what? That is knowledge. I would have always gone. Bro, that was eyes up. I, I, I would have gone straight for the. Belly. That's eyes up rat catching. I mean, you go, you see a dead rat, and you go belly. You yeah, see you a rat, belly. you go belly. Well, you see, you, you see most dead animals, and you go like you go body, right? Like you go trunk. I reckon you go. I reckon if you can't do belly, you go somewhere that's got to be kind of like muscly and thick. You kind of go neck, neck or legs. Yeah, depends how leg. big it is. You can't do rat legs, obviously. They're yeah, small. I was thinking context a little rodent rats. Yeah, yeah. Rat, if you got rat neck, I reckon you got you got some good money there. Yeah, but even neck, like if they if you know shit's permeated in there and like starting to devet. Like, I reckon. Like I reckon a rat neck degrade. would be pretty tough though. Yeah, but that's you where the poison is touching first. No, I'm not. Well, I that's that's basically where I went. I went bundok because I couldn't really grab the tail. The tail's thin, so I had to like. I had yeah, to then you like tail and it'd be like trying to pick up spaghetti with tongs, wouldn't it? But like heavy as fuck spaghetti. Oh, bro, yeah, heavy as fuck dead spaghetti. It was yeah. Can, it was can I tell you the worst place I found a dead rat? Where in the pool filter? Ooh, like I you know the frogs. bit of the, you know the bit at the end of the pool where you pull the little thing up in a little circle, bro. Dead rat down. I was like, oh, thank Ooh. you. Nah, no, thank you. Ooh, one time, time, I one time I killed a frog. Great Australian summer, uh, and he was he was in the pool, and I took him out, and I let him bake. I just put him on the side of the pool. I just what? left him there for days. How old were you? Oh, you say last week, bro. I'm gonna be like, no, 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 no. Last it summer, was our, it was our first. It was our first house in the four seven. So I would have been like nine. Yeah, ten. that that's that's possible for psychotic behavior. I think. <laughs> I, I sat I sat in the pool like watching him twitch in the in the sun. Yeah, that's some you should fucking see someone about that. It's kind of surprised you didn't eat the rat, bro. There was, oh wow. Well, there were yeah, there were bone fragments of frog there for like months. Did it explode? No, it didn't explode. It just like it just faded? disintegrated and faded away. Wow. It was yeah, it was tough. You time lapsed it. Oh bro, it was it was days, weeks, months, years. Some say the bones are still there. It was tough. It was tough. Those bones are still there. Your parents had a good real estate agent. Yeah. So <laughs> that shit here is how. It wasn't very big. Like, it wouldn't have been bigger than the palm of my hand. Like, and I do have little lady hands. You do have. So I, was, I was about to make sure I know you were. Snow. I had to beat you to the punchline. You have a size six foot and a corresponding hand size. Oh, my God. Well, you know what? It makes my dick look massive. So that's fine. <laughs> Actually, it doesn't. So that's depressing. <laughs> <laughs> we well, are going talk- very off track. Let's talk some football, my guy. Uh, so, as uh, the people of the show would have seen, the team of the year has gone up. Now, we named most of them, but we'll run through it again. Now, I ran through it last time. I'll give you the honours of running through it this time, and we'll explain how the votes were split. So, we put it to the Instagram. People were to go there and vote. We got a great turnout of votes. I really appreciate that. Now, the three positions that we needed were fullback, center number two, and halfback. And your winners are as follows. Locke, take it away. Give us the team list. The team list? We'll do whole team list? Do whole team list. Do, do one whole to 13, team. baby. All right. At fullback, we had the fullback winner winning with a vote count of 69. Nice. To nice. 31. Love James it. Teddy Tedesco. We love that. I'm going to run through the team before we start chatting about it. Otherwise, we'll get sidetracked. Yeah, yeah, we'll get sidetracked. That's what we do. One wing, Taylor May. 
Yeah. <laughs> Recently mate, in the headlines, Taylor Ray. Might have to be we'll, no, um, Taylor Redacted, mate. We'll have to talk about that again. That's, uh, yeah. we are did we talk, talk, did we talk about, about that last show? No, we, we talked about it a little bit, but that was before the verdict came Yeah, out. that's what I mean. We did talk about the verdict. Yeah. On the other wing, Murray Talangi. Yeah, up the buzz. Centre one, Valentine Holmes. And centre number two, winning. This was a tight vote, 55 to 45. Stephen Crichton. So Stephen Crichton, actually, I know we're going to go through it, but he actually had like a commanding lead and Talakai came back hard. Yeah, like I saw really that. Really hard. I thought it was good. I reckon another couple of hours might have swung. I don't know Might've. what it was. They just came out of the woodwork. They did. Um, your halves are, of course, Cameron Munster. And winning the halfback race, it was a three-horse race. This was a pretty commanding lead. He had 52% of the vote. The other two halfbacks had 25 and 23, respectively. Nico Hines. Yes, Nico Hines. Some some considering him the buy of the year. Mm. Not sure if I agree. It'd be close. It'd be very close. It'd be very close. Uh, the back rowers we already named were Isaiah Papali'i and Jeremiah Nanai. Lovely. The f- and the lock, Isaiah Yo, of course. Of course. The front row, James Fisher-Harris and Joseph Tapene. Lovely. With the hooker, Damien Cook. Now, this is a stacked team. Stacked, bro. Absolutely stacked. Stacked internationally, stacked like cross footbally. It's it's unbelievable. I love to play. You know, we had we have one non-rep footballer in this squad. Who is that? Murray Talangi. He didn't play rep footy, did he? Yes, he did. He played for the Maroons. He did play for the Maroons. You are very right. How dare you? If did he played in that game for you're right, you're right. How dare you? Game two and game three or game three? Game, it was game two. two and three, two and three, two and three. Let me double check. I'm going to share for that. While we and then he I was forgot. in the he was in the extended squad for game one as well. But he definitely played game two. I, uh, he played one game for Queensland by the look. Yeah, of it. game two. He, I don't think he played game three, but he definitely played game two. The yeah. the game where we pumped him, and then they brought in Corey Oates, um, for game three. Yeah, I think you I might be under something there. But yeah, it's quite quite a strong team, isn't it? Like we've who, got a, who do you think is the captain of this team of the year? Who I was you have just thinking this. Look, if you're t- thinking of terms of like actual on-field skippiness, yep. it'd probably be hard to go past. And even though we didn't win outright, but Hamas. Hamas, yeah, Hamas probably Tedesco. Hamas, yeah. Um, Isaiah Yo, I think he would be a good leader. I mean, I'm just going by club captains at the moment, but someone who got the most votes and was the most outstanding this year. Um, I say Papali'i probably would be close. He appeared in almost every week's team of the year. Yep. If not him, then possibly Fisher-Harris or Tarpane, two of the bookends. So I will tell you, if we're going based on the amount of captains that we gave out, then it would be Nico Hines. How many did he get? Of these, of these guys, uh, he mm-hmm. had the most at two caps. Uh, Cameron Munster had had two as well, but one was at fullback, so I'm not counting that. Mm-hmm. In his position, he had one. Uh, Valentine Holmes had one, and that that was it. He's probably going to win the Dally M, isn't he? Isaiah Yo didn't have any. Didn't have he, any. He's probably going to win Dally M, isn't he, Nico Hines? For halfback? In general, I think. Nah, I think it'd be Ben Hunt. I think it's going to be, I think it might be closer than we think. I think it'd be close, but I think it'd be Ben Hunt. I think, yeah. I think longevity will 
will prevail. Yeah. I don't. I really don't. I don't know how you feel about. It, but I really don't like the Dally M system. Not really don't like. That's too strong. I don't like the Dally M system. Yeah, I'm not the biggest fan of it. Um, I think we need I, to go like to an the, MVP vote. Yeah, yeah. I like the. Um, I like the idea of like the team, obviously, and putting the team together and the Dally M position of the year. I love that they do the two of each. They used to do the one winger, the one prop, and the one back row, and it's like cool. That's fine. You can have you can have the winner, but the second one also should go in the team. You should be yeah. able to make like a seventeen. Like I know it's not like obviously like AFL has like the all Australian team, but this would be like the all league team, the team of the year, which yeah. I think and it's cool. Like I know that people that have seen this now, have probably noticed that we put um, the international flags behind the players. Yeah, we that did. was a cool little touch we like, and that's probably something we're gonna like get into a bit more. Like we were, we were talking about this off air, and we love that in soccer as well, and even in um the Super League when they have the players, you know, name when it comes across the scroller when they're chatting or whatever, it um has the flag of the of the nationality they represent, and it just it makes the league look really cool like that to be able to be like, oh, you know, that guy plays for Samoa, that guy's a New Zealander, or all oh, sweeties eligible for Australia. Yeah, yeah, we're all about I mean, we that. We had a couple of Samoans in here. Yeah, we had quite a few Samoans uh, and quite a few Kiwis. Um, the yeah. international brethren, I think, outnumbered the Aussie brethren. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Yep. Seven, two, six. Six quick maths. Um, so, yeah. Um, oh, not unlucky. It's great. It's great to see the way that the that the league is going, um, and that these guys like not only are being eligible for these teams, but are like choosing to play for these teams. It makes the world game better. Um, so we love to see that. All right, let's push on. Is it, we got a big well, can episode. I can I just ask before we start running through it? Yo. Surprised by the fan votes? Um, no, I thought that that's the or maybe I thought Cleary over Hines, but um. I'm not overly surprised with it. Like, um, I think it would have been more surprising if we got a split of like Troll Moses and Talakai. Like, I think yeah. if those were the three that won, I would be pretty shocked. Uh, but Teddy was so consistent all year. Like, he's in and around the Dally M every year for everything. Um, Hines, obviously, really close to buy the year. So, it doesn't surprise me that he was picked up. And and Crichton was was Crichton. He was fantastic. He's like the – he's your Iron Man right now. Like, all the injuries and everything that happened at Penrith, all the suspensions and everything, Crichton was there for everything. And he was, you know – Plugging and playing and just a really good version of Connor Tracy playing fullback, playing, you know, center. I think he dabbled at wing a little bit there too. Like he can just, he can do it all. <laughs> First off, that's a tough comp. No, it is a tough, that's a tough comp. I get player. what you mean. That's just like a tough comp. <laughs> Sorry, bro. I, hate no, to do I that know too. what you mean. <laughs> it is a tough comp. Um, but I know, I know what you were trying to say and, I think that's probably the split of the three I thought would happen. And I, I actually agree with, I don't have any contention towards that. I, yep. the one I was a bit throwing up was Crichton and Talakai. Yeah. I thought uh, Talakai gets in, he's had a big game. And, and even if he hasn't been the best, he's been really, really good and up there with the best. And he's been influential this year and he's mm-hmm. had a breakout year. So that's someone who might get it. But I mean, Crichton winning by a hair is Exactly what you'd think, really. That's it. Well, the fans have a chance. I hate using the word fans. We don't we don't have fans. We have listeners. We have people that, you know. Listeners. Uh, I think listeners is good. This is good. So the listeners will have a chance to have a listener team of the year. So keep your eyes peeled on the You think that'll be much different? Day. I don't I think don't there'll know. be I don't think there'll be any Panthers in it. 
I don't think it'll be much different. I think there'll be a couple Panthers in it. No, I don't, I think, don't it'll be, think I don't think it'll be very different. I don't think um, it'll have any Panthers in it. I reckon I reckon some locks will be Tedesco, Holmes, Munster, Papali'i, and Tarpane. I don't think Tarpane might, but I don't know. I think I still think he goes under the radar because he plays for Canberra and he plays with Papali'i. Yeah, I think I think uh, I, those would be who I would suggest would be locks. I think that um, would be a lock. Yeah, so I guess I guess we'll see how we go. We got a lot of calls for uh, Alex Johnson, and you know, you guys know our takes. He Alex was the Johnson. next. He was the next one up. I think anyway, he, he was the next close. one up. But you you know our takes. The man falls yeah. over the trial line a lot. Like it, um, it's great that he scores all the tries that he scores, but you know, you can only be assessed on your skill, and sometimes yeah. he doesn't show a lot of skill. I must a he has kind of improved a little bit, which is nice. But I do agree. I think he's. If it's just going on try scoring, sure. But these other guys have been so important to their team. Mm. Um, and, you know, Taylor May is going to be more important in the next two games. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Do you want yes, to just go into it? Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> um, look, I defended your boy more than you did in the in the group chat. Yeah. So Taylor May obviously handed a two-game suspension. Um, I, mean, I don't for- think you need any defending. He didn't really do anything wrong. Yeah. He, so did, he didn't choose to do that. He didn't choose to have the suspension deferred. Yeah, so he got the so he got a thousand dollar fine from the state, and then he also now has a seven and a half thousand dollar fine from the NRL and a two game suspension, which they have asked him to, uh, which they have allowed him, sorry, to serve at the beginning of the twenty twenty three season. Um, look, yes, he brought the NRL into disrepute. Yes, he's paying his dues. Um. But at the end of the day, if the NRL is going to give a if give a verdict, then they should see fit as to how that verdict is then delivered. Um, I I don't think it's favoritism. I think a similar thing would have happened if it was anybody in the finals right now. Um, his last name in the team he plays for doesn't help him. That's for sure. Mm. Um, but. Like for argument's sake, if this happened to Muz Talungi, I think the same thing would have happened. I think they would have given him, like said to him, yeah, you can do it next year. Or if they're using like a scaling system, maybe two regular season games is the equivalent of one finals game. And the punishment is you have to play with Charlie Staines on the wing instead. That's, That's more punishment for us than it is for Taylor May. Yeah, 100% it is. But that's, but that's what I'm saying. Like if, you know, if, if the NRL saw that, saw it fit to like, they know he's done the wrong thing and bringing the game into distribute is never good. But if the NRL saw it fit to charge him completely, then they just would have done it, you know, like they would have made him serve the sentence then and there. That's, I mean, that's, that's all I really have to say about it. What do you, what do you have to say, my guy? I mean, I don't really care because it, it's good for my team. So obviously yeah. it doesn't matter to me. I just think it's fun. Like it's funny. Like I'm not laughing like, ha ha ha. Everyone's a fool. It's just so strange. It's just yeah. like a strange, like if you're going to suspend, like I don't think he should have been suspended. I don't think it's that bad. What happened? He just was a like idiot kid, whatever it happened. Idiot teenager with yeah. Money. Like he's like 19. He's a fucking idiot. Like the boys are getting up there. He's looking at, he thinks he's, he thinks he's doing like the right thing or the noble thing, but he's not, it is what it is. And it's the NRL saw this footage, like at the start of the year, this happened after the grand final. Yeah. And I was like, well, if you're going to suspend him, give him two games. I, I just think they thought people were going to say he needs to be suspended, which a few quiet 
people it's really weird because a few quiet people were like yeah he should be suspended like this is bullshit what about Milford and then they go okay we'll suspend him but next year and it's like yeah we'll just at that point don't suspend him yeah like yeah. what does it matter like at that point who cares like yeah. what's going on here it doesn't really matter it's funny because it affects my team and I just like watching like I thought I would have thought this is funny if this was any other team because mm. just really cooked it's just yeah. so strange. Like, I agree with you. Like, if they've made this decision, I think, to try – they've just gone the wrong way in both ways. They've pissed off people who didn't want him suspended, and they pissed off people that wanted him suspended. Yeah. So, if anything, yeah. I'm kind of impressed with the NRL. Yeah, they've literally normally, gone like a lose-lose yeah, situation. Yeah, normal, yeah, they have found the only – because it's like you suspend him, and the people who think he's fine and, it should, and he shouldn't be suspended get pissed off. And you don't suspend him, and the people that think he should be suspended get pissed off. This way, they're like, well, we're going to piss both of you off. It's kind of it's almost impressive. Yeah, it's um, it's kind of like Buzz with his cooked takes, where like he's just making shit or Kenty, where they're just making shit up to the point where like you talk about them. So it's almost like they're doing this so that everybody isn't talking about the NRL. The funny, the funniest thing about their takes is they say some cooked shit, and then like one of the Murdoch papers the next day picks it up, like oh, a league expert said this. It's like yeah, a league expert on your show made it up, and then it goes <laughs> in the paper, and then they talk about it again the next night on three sixteen. Go see, we were right. It's in the paper. Yeah, but they're talking about what you said. They're talking about you. It's fucking ridiculous. It's yeah. insane. But yeah, this is cooked as. I don't really care. Like. Lol, it's fine. <laughs> that's all I got. I don't care. That's, all right, if it was any other player, I wouldn't fucking care. That's all we got. That's all we got. All right, let's push on. Now, you guys would have seen uh, on the socials yesterday, we put up how we think the first round and I guess subsequently the second round is going to shape up for uh, the finals. And not only was it myself and yourself, Lockie, but also the Sherpa got involved, which we love to see. All right? He may be on hiatus, but the socials guy was tracking him down and was making sure he got his picks in. Yeah, we had to get the carrier um, pigeon over there. It's all right. Yeah, we did. So him being a Parramatta supporter, obviously has Parramatta winning uh, tomorrow night. He's then got the Storm beating the Raiders, so the Raiders getting knocked out. He's got the Chooks beating the Bunnies, so the Chooks in a in a what was it the Chook pen, getting it done, uh, and then he's got the Cows over the Sharks at points bet um, in the aquarium. The, in the aquarium. In the aquarium. <laughs> in the aquarium. What, what is, in the, where does the Shark do? Oh, the Shark do. What, what do they do? I don't know. They, they sleep. They sleep and keep going forward. Yeah, but where do That's they like? They just hang out. The it's cove. The cove. I like the cove. Yeah, the cove's all right. That sounds too good. It needs to be a little bit bad. There needs to be a little bit of it where it sounds. So what's like so what's lame. what's Brookie then? Would that be the nest? Yeah, we got I don't the, mind the nest. And we got the nest. Now the hen house, the nest. Yeah, the nest. The tigers. The de- I, I guess the tigers it. would be the den. Would be pen- the den. Kind of yeah. the den. Penrith. Penrith would be the jungle, wouldn't it? A Panthers are found in the jungle. Yeah, oh, well, no, the Tigers try and do the jungle. Tigers. Yeah, yeah, Tigers try to do it. Anyway, what, we're getting bogged down. No, para. What, what do you have for para? I don't know. The river? Um, Where the fucking eels hang out? Like, that's the aquarium. Chinese restaurant. Just. <laughs> 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 the Chinese restaurant. Bro, come to the Chinese restaurant, bro. You guys are going down. It's <laughs> always a tough have, night. At Paraleagues, they actually have tremendous yum cha there. Yeah, bro. It's I think good. I think greasy Chinese food and NRL go pretty like 
and r- rugby league in general the heart oh, go hand in hand i imagine there's been many a deal made over a gr- rugby 100%, league 100 percent. gus gould and villiami kick out look out yeah okay no that's all right nice. yeah so the sherpas that's that's who the sherpas got going through um look don't i don't completely disagree I can't because he's got. The I cows think this winning. is what I think this is one of the most split first weeks of the finals I can ever remember. Yeah, and there's there's going to be some other final where someone goes, "Oh, but in fucking 2008, this was rah rah rah." I don't really give yeah. fuck. I don't remember. Okay, this is this is. I just said I don't, I just said I don't remember that. Yeah, because so, normally so, at le- normally at least like eighth, you think, oh, they're going to get their shit rocked. Yeah, and normally seventh, you're like, yeah, they're probably maybe an outsider's chance, but you don't think they're going to win. Like, I think all the underdogs could win this week. Bro, you think of the narratives and you've got, you know, the Battle of the West, you've got um, the the underdogs that absolutely own Amy Park in the Raiders, you've got the oldest rivalry in football, and then you've got the two Cinderella stories who also have like a storied past through 15, yeah, 16, they also 17. kind of have their own shit going on. Yeah, have their own shit going on. Townsend um, Revenge game. Town, Townsend, Holmes, Revenge Game. Yeah, Holmes too, actually. I always forget yeah. to play for the Sharks. So, um, like, there's there's a lot going on. There's many narratives. And, like, the, the craziest thing is, is the way that the dominoes will fall, anybody, I, I honestly believe, like, any of the eight have a sniff's chance. I honestly believe that. Like can I tell, can I the tell Raiders you on their really day fucked? can take down any of the, like, any of these teams on yeah. their day can take down anybody else. See, I think Except he's really fucked. Fuck Paramount. Uh, South and um, South and the Roosters, because it's like your your worst case scenario is that they win, right? Say the Chooks win. Yeah. The Chooks win. Their worst case is they win and the Cowboys lose because the Cowboys get a home final next. Yeah. Imagine having to go up to fucking North Queensland and play them up there. Like you win and your reward is you get to play the Cowboys up in North Queensland. And I mean, in the, and your uh, and your best case scenario in the saloon, the, in the paddock, in the, in the saloon, in the cow pasture, the cow field, cow pasture. <laughs> and then like best case is you beat South, you beat the Sharks in the second round, and then you play them up at Townsville again. Yeah, <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, or you or you have to go to the Cove and play them in uh, play the Sharks. But same well, thing, you have to do both, and then you got to go up anyway. Because yeah. if, and cow- then, if the Cowboys win, they fucking go straight to the go to the third week. And then you've either got the Storm, like I'm, as I said, that top bracket, like Penrith, Para, Storm, and Raiders on their day can beat anyone. Hmm. So like, I think that's at least the strong like, side of the, the final. If the Raiders get knocked out, then everybody's kind of like, oh, okay, it was the Storm, right? They've got, I think they've got the yeah. easiest out. Um, yeah. the second and third easiest out are probably the Cows and the Sharks because of their infancy mm-hmm. and and the year that they've had. And they get, they and they the, get the, and they get, like the the worst they can do is make the second week of the finals. Exactly, exactly, and that's and that's a success for both clubs mm. based on where they were last year. It's a success for both clubs. The it then probably goes Chooks and Souths due to injury woes and the seasons that they've had and coming into it. It then probably goes Penrith because like they're probably the second hardest to not root for, but the second hardest. Um yeah, it, it probably goes Penrith. And then I think the most like criticized is Parramatta. And that's not just, that's not me being a Parramatta hater. It's because 
but, and it's been the story all year. The window is closing. Reed Marnie's moving on. Like Isaiah Papali'i is moving on. You've got guys like in there, aging guys in there that are coming in that you may not get the same level of production. If you have another bump from Mitch Moses and Dylan Brown, cool, anything's possible. I'm not saying that it's not, but you would be naive to think that this is not your best chance as Parramatta. And if I wake up tomorrow and the sun has exploded, which I won't wake up if the sun explodes, then I know that Parramatta were the ones that were supposed to win the premiership for 2022. That's all I have to say about that. That's really, that's all I have to say about that. (laughs) I do, I do think it's, yeah, it's just absolutely fucking stacked. Like I I think as you're right, you're right. Canberra have the easiest out to be like, Hey, we're eight kind of got our shit rocked. I actually think East have the second best because they've got a few injuries. Yeah. Okay. And they've just had this run of form, but I don't think it really matters. Like I think it's, it's so hard to predict this finals because I don't know who's going to be playing who in the second round. Like normally you kind of have an idea, right? Like yeah. you know, who's kind of going to win week but this one. League has been, like, of, this year has been so It's been good crazy. And, and it's such a positive record to get into the eight, let yeah. alone. And then like, you've got like this yeah. historically great team in Penrith who have lost twice to a team, which just yeah. like doesn't happen. Yep. Yeah. It's just, it's insane. It's insane. It's so, it's so good to see like, like the dragons, played 500 football this year and a 10th. You know what I mean? Like they, they went 12 and 12 and they're 10th. Yeah. Like the Titans never happened, in last yeah. year with like 10 and like they basically had Manly's record of nine and 15 and they made the eight. Yeah. So, you know, it's crazy. And the, and the Knights weren't much better and made the eight too. Yeah, true, true. And that's, yeah, it's just, it's crazy to see. It's crazy to see. Um, all right. Well, let's get into the pre-reviews as we do. Um, so tomorrow night we've got Panthers versus Eels. And you would think that the Panthers um, are scared because if you look at all the ins, you know, Coruscant, Toto, Edwards, Yo, Tungo, Salmon, Fisher, Harris, Lua, Mark, like all these guys, like I don't know why they didn't play them last week. You know what I'm saying? Like just <laughs> Cowboys are a tougher team than Parramatta. You should have just should have played them. Shouldn't have let us, you know, roll yours. Um no, but in all seriousness, uh, Nathan Brown is in for the Eels. He's uh, in that 18th man. I wouldn't be surprised if some shenanigans happened and he made it into the 17, only because, like, he's got that dog. I really do believe Nathan Brown has that dog. Like, I think that's pretty well documented that he's got that dog. No? Yeah, I think so too. I don't know. I think they'll keep they'll keep Jartha on the bench. You like that, Jartha? Yeah. No, I don't. You got, I don't. You got, you got I don't like him on the bench at all. You got Jartha, Bartha, and Martha coming through the ranks. Stop it. Stop <laughs> I think it. Jartha will stay. I think they're more effective with four forwards, just how they play. But mm. you just let in a finals game, you're leaving yourself so open, not having any back cover. Yeah. Not having any. Like, I would almost rather. Simonson, yeah. Bring Cartwright in for Jartha. Maybe. You got that. You got that similar player in Jamin Salmon. Who, yeah, you know, or, or even Simonson because he's going to give you some out the back cover. I mean, if you lose, yeah, I, I don't know. If you lose a full outside back, there's too much shuffling bringing Jartha on, and you move in. I'd, I'd rather almost Simonson on that bench. Or if you're going to use him for HIA cover, which I yep. think they will, I'd rather Simonson. But we know where the eel stand on Jartha, and I feel like this is Penrith's most full strength squad. I don't know if Salmon will play. That bench is looking really light. You reckon? 
Yeah, Lino Sorensen, Kenny, and Salmon. I think I think Salmon is as well. Head injury cover and injury cover for out the back. Yeah, because it wouldn't surprise me if Eisenhuth comes in. He's a, he's an Ivan Cleary favorite. Yeah, if they were at the Tigers together. I'm pretty sure it wouldn't surprise me if he came in. Um, and he normally likes Taruva as well, possibly on the bench, but he's not even named in. Not named, baby. Squad. Yeah, so that last bench spot's the only question. Everyone else is full strength. Cleary's back. Luai's back. Everyone's ready to go. Yep, everyone is ready to go. So if you had to pick a uh, an anytime try scorer, my friend, for this game, who is your lock? Lock? I think one of Penrith's left edge. I think I think the right edge of Opacek and Wanga Blake are still pretty penetrable for Para. Yep. yep. So I think one of the left edge boys probably go with May because it would just sum up this week, wouldn't it, if he goes over in a final that he's not. It supposed would, to play. especially if it was like the match winning try as well. Yeah, it would. would. I mean, and and, Tungo... and nothing gets Parramatta fans more pissed off than a losing to Penrith and b feeling like they've been dealt. A tough hand. Oh, but I've always been dealt a tough hand. Oh, Parramatta, bro. Matthew, haven't you heard? Oh, my God. I'm fucking over it. Just shut up. Wow. <laughs> They're just babies. Like, I have lots of dear, dear friends that are Parramatta fans, and I love you all. But you are babies. As fans, you are babies. And I'm sorry, but you need to just stop complaining. I literally had to live an entire season of a halves pairing of Jake Clifford and Ben Hampton. Don't like, don't complain to me. We had a once in a generational talent retire. And then the other one got injured. The guy that was supposed to be the product, he was supposed to be like Jack Whiten with a foot and he got injured. He was made a paper and had to medically retire. So don't talk to me about having a shit hand. Okay. That's my club. Let me cry a little bit. You That's do cry, man. We know this. If if Para do win, do you think they can win it all? If they beat Penrith tomorrow night, do you think that they have what it takes? I think it helps a lot. But to quote the great Tim Manor, who uh, I was watching NRL tonight the other day, he said he had a coach that said uh, rest equals rust. So having that extra week off, he thinks, provides too much rust. And that's what he thinks for Penrith going into this game. However, I would use that same argument for Parramatta because I would think, like me being me and me being able to observe Parramatta as a whole, Parramatta would get in their own head. They would do whatever they they do whatever they can to like get up for the big Penrith game. And then I think that they would sit there for two weeks and be like, oh, fuck, what did we do well? How can we replicate that? Uh, and they get in their own head and then they shit the bed. And that's tough. That I, do think, tough. I do think you raise a good point there. I think whoever wins next week, I actually think you're going to really want to win this game. I think if you win and you get the week off, that's going to be massive. This game is going to be brutal. And I think if you game. lose this, like you couldn't imagine lose, it's probably going to be like one to 12 doesn't even cut how close it's going to be. It's probably going to be like one to four. Yep. Um, and to, to, to lose a game like that, like a finals game like that, and then have to play either the storm or Canberra next week. Yeah. That's, that's pretty hard. Like, I think you're going to want to win this. I know Penrith won it all last year, despite not having the week off and having to go around in a long way. 
Yeah. But I still think it's going to be hard for like hard for any of these teams, like either team that loses to get up again next week. So I really think either of them need to come out strong and get yep. the week off. I don't think the week off will hurt Penrith that much. They've kind of actually been really disjointed this year between origin and suspensions and injuries. It just is what it is. Like you got to remember Cleary didn't play. Well, he didn't play round one, did he? He was still injured game one, suspended game one. Uh, Lost last played. year. This year, was it? I don't think he played round one, did he? No, 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 no. He had the shoulder thing. He didn't play yeah, the first he, three rounds. First three Sauce rounds, played. yeah. So, yeah, because that was the big thing they needed. A, Sauce has played quite a few first grade games this year, actually. Yeah, Sauce has been a gun. Mm. Sauce has been a gun. And for Brock Katoa, the way he was carving up uh, 20s last week. Oh, stop it. Yeah. Or unders. What was it? What was it? Um, he, he was cut. Yeah, but he played up. He should be playing. Um, he should be he, playing down. He had to play up because Kurt Falls and everyone was playing. Yeah, Sosa he plays He grade. plays flag, but he came up yeah. to yeah. cup. Yeah. Yeah, and he carved up. And they won. They, they won, won that bro. game. They killed it because That's the gonna entire be a good cup game. game played the Cowboys. Yeah, I'm So their flag team had to play cup, and they killed it, bro. So that's like – and he – I don't know if you saw the highlights, but he went bang right foot, bang right foot, throw the dummy, bang left foot, crush over the line, all within 20 metres. Like he was – it was electric. So the Dolphins have got themselves – they got themselves that guy there. Um, but, yeah, I also think it'll be a one to four. Either team um, six or less is paying $2.80. Um, that might even be worth taking over the Taylor May anytime try scorer. I don't know. I think I think, and we'll do this if you guys jump on. I think an underdog multi might be the way to go. Underdog multi, like if you look at the underdog multi, Eels underdog, Raiders underdog, Cows underdog, South underdog. You could talk yourself into a world where all four of those teams win. The underdog multi, all the underdogs win, couldn't you? Yeah, you could. If if you were up on on Monday. And we're here next on next week's show, and we go, man, the Eels won. The Canberra played well. Cowboys got the W. Rabbitohs upset the Roosters. You'd be like, oh, fuck. Yeah, that's how I don't, right. I don't hate the odds either. It's $43.22. What if you go 1 to 12? Underdogs 1 to 12. Underdogs 1 to 12. Um, all right. Let me, let me tinker with that. While I'm doing that, can you break down Storm and Raiders? To me, in the now. Certainly. Go from there. So there's not really a whole lot doing. They're pretty much named like last week, with the exception of Jerome Hughes for the Storm. Yep. So he comes in, um, their lineup. We'll go through the lineup because we don't have many um, many teams to run through. Yeah, go through it. So they go Nick Meany at fullback, Noffa and Coates on the wings, Seve and Oldham in the centers, Munster and Hughes in the halves. Bromwich and Big Nas in the front row. Harry Grant's at hooker. Felice Cafusi, Kenny Bromwich, and Josh King are the back row. Benches, Brandon Smith, Tui, Trent Loriero, and Chris Lewis. But you would think that Brandon Smith probably swaps in for Josh King, right? Yeah, for sure. Um, for sure. He's been Cam- playing that role fantastically. Yeah. And Canberra lineup exactly the same as last week. Xavier Savage. Xavier Savage. Xavier Savage on the wings. Nick Kotrick, Jordan Rapana. In the centers, Matt Tomoko and Seb Chris. Yeah. Halves are Jack Whiten and Jamal Fogarty. Front yeah. row is uh, Papali'i and Tarpane with Zaki Wolford at hooker. Back row, Hudson Hung, Elliot Whitehead, and Adam Elliott. Love the me bench some Hudson is Hung. Tom Starling, Emre Gula. 
Corey Horsburgh and Cody Hadawera Nida. Yeah, I wouldn't you would be surprised imagine they if Hadawera Nida comes in to start. Yeah, over Whitehead, I did think that he's been fucking immense lately. Hadawera Nida, just the energy yeah. he brings. And but you maybe see Captain C will see Whitehead start. Maybe, maybe I don't know if he'll play a lot of minutes. So yeah, I do think that that is one thing that's holding him back. The Whitehead thing—he hasn't been terrible the last probably like. <laughs> three, four weeks since I've been on their winning streak. Mm. Um, I know that's longer than that. But he hasn't done anything. Yeah, but I mean, with this team, he just doesn't have to do too much. Mm. Just defend. Yeah, he can just defend, be a leader out there, get the boys doing it. But this Storm team, they look so different with Hughes at halfback, don't they? Yeah, they look way more deadly. You look at that spine and you go, cool, they got Meany, Munster, Hughes, and Grant. Like, what a good spine. Whereas, like, as soon as Hughes is out, you go, fuck, they got... Monster, Meanie, Johns, and Grant. Like, that's just mm. such a different spine, that one addition. Mm. Mm. Um, and hopefully he plays Jerome Hughes. Otherwise, I think Canberra might have a really good chance at this. Yeah, they might indeed. All right, so if you take all the underdogs, 1 to 12, we play up. And as we always say, please gamble responsibly. Um, you are looking at 197.92 odds. That is not bad. That's not terrible. There's ten value eight. there. I think you go 10 each way. You go... Chuck a couple on 1 to 12 and a couple on just them to win outright. Mm, it is tempting to say the least. That will be the graphic, I think, do. going out. Um, we will consult with the Woody better as we always do. Um, he's been on, he was on fire last week. The Woody yeah, better. he was on fire last week. He, yeah, he's a fantastic friend to have. When the winning's winning, the winning is good. Yeah. Um, look. <sighs> I still really think the Raiders can get this done. I know Jerome Hughes in this pack, like, is great. Um, but you've got, you know, arrested Whiten. Um, again, Elliot Whitehead hasn't done anything. But you saw, you know, the Raiders, they're coming in high. They're, they're not afraid of Amy Park. They've got the best, most winningest record at Amy Park of any club that's not named the Melbourne Storm. Um you know, we've seen some some tough weeks from Jesse Bromwich, Kenny Bromwich. Uh, Kafusi hasn't really seemed like um, himself. You know, Brandon Smith and Harry Grant can only do so much. Um, I don't know. I just – I think there's been so much turmoil in this Melbourne Storm outfit that maybe the Raiders just grit one out. It, yeah, I do. I do think if the Raiders, if the Raiders win, it's really like a a twelve to fourteen kind of win here. Oh, it'd be I a shit win. Electric and win, but I mean they'll take what they can get. And this Storm team's looked the most beatable that a Storm team has in a long while. I yeah. just think the Hughes pack in there. I'm gonna. I've picked Melbourne to win. I think they're just probably gonna be too much. Like some of these guys have won premierships and know what it takes to win. Yep. Um, and shout out Nofaluma will get the finals monkey off his back this week too. Fuck it suck <laughs> if he's a late scratch, wouldn't he? Like does oh. like an ankle in training or something. Bro, I would, la- I would laugh so hard. And then the and then they go on to lose. God, I would laugh so hard. <laughs> I would laugh. It's, that would be sweet justice. It would be pretty funny, but that would be. <laughs> well, I don't know, but like the the pack is the packs looked beatable. Uh, I'm mainly going storm because it's because they're, the they're the incumbent because it's yeah. the storm and yeah. until they get beaten at home in the finals then they haven't really ever been beaten at home in the finals do you know what i mean yeah they probably yeah. have been at some point but it just feels that way doesn't it and and it's still hard to get 
rid of some of the memories of the Raiders of this year. Yeah, it it's is. not like they've been this unbeatable team, and we keep talking about it every week. Maybe the fade is just cranking up. Yeah, maybe possibly. this is going to be colossal. Maybe like they, they go get, in with maybe the, they they the go in lead. they go into halftime eighteen nil up, and then they blow it twenty four eighteen or something. That's something you can see happen. And the, to the storm Raiders. have been putting on late tries exactly in a lot of games this year. This seventy plus team minute tries when they start throwing the ball around a little bit, and if it gets to that point, they will, and they're hard to stop. When Munster's kind of got nothing to lose, Hughes can run. Grant just starts running around. They're always trying to stay in the game. I think they just don't want to get sprayed. And we so. talked about it on Tuesday. Like the best thing for Munster's game is having a half that can direct traffic when he doesn't need to be there. So if he can, as you say have nothing to lose, throw the ball around, spray it a bit, like let's go. While Hughes is doing all the X's and O's shit, getting people in the right spots, yelling at guys, then they are their most deadly. But I'm sticking to my guns. Um, I'm going with the Raiders. I think the Raiders sneak it out. I would not be surprised if it's a field goal win um, or it's just a really shit Corey Horsburgh flop kind of penalty right between the sticks. Um, they don't have great field goal kickers. Neither team. They don't. I probably no, they back. Don't. I probably back whoever kicks for Melbourne. Like Munster or Hughes can probably get it done. And Meany, I imagine, has got a decent boot. But I should, I would guess Grant. Maybe Grant's hit one in his life. Maybe. I would think so. Maybe I'd still back the still back the Melbourne boys to hit the field goal. I don't know anyone to care. Jamal Foggy can kick it, I guess. Mm. White and fuck me, kick it the wrong way. Savage <laughs> can't do it. Go to Rapana. Go to Rapana. It'd go to Rapana. It'd go to Rapana to kick the field goal, I think. Yeah. Look, the, only, off the, the only Storm guy to hit a field goal this year is Ryan Pappenhausen. Yeah. So, you know, that's a little that's a little tough. That is a little tough. Actually, that's, that's where that's, that's where the Cowboys start. You know, that's where the Cowboys are underrated. Yeah. They have four guys that start that can kick a field goal. Yeah. Yeah, and two of them are in the top six. Val Holmes is hit two this year, and Chad Townsend's hit one. However, yeah. Nico Hines is the leader with four hits. Matt Moore hit crazy. one as well. How they have five field goals for that team? I know. It's insane. It's crazy. But, yeah, this year, five. Five hits for the... No, uh, so the, Cow- the Cowboys in a close game are so scary where they just need a field goal. You can run so many decoys, right? Like their fourth option for a field goal would probably be... Tommy Dearden? Yeah. You'd probably go Val, Chad, Drinky, Tommy. Carl Felt would give you one too. For Carl 50. Felt, yeah, Carl Felt can get under that shit. Like, do you know what I mean? Like if they and Val will give you one from 60. Val's the best field goal kicker in the league. Like they yeah. in a close game, the Cowboys are going to be really hard because they have so many options that they can do. All right, All let's right. get to it then. Get to it. You let's name to it. You name the Sharkies. All I'll right. name the Cows, because that's the Sharkies. A few big about. ends. For the Sharks, Will Hughes back. Poor man, Stephen Crichton, Connor Tracy. I was going to say, Albie, Stephen Crichton, <laughs> Connor oh, fuck Tracy. Me. That is such a tough cop. That is, you've said some. It's dumb, true though. Yeah, I mean, I guess it's a stretch, but I it's guess, true. Yeah, I guess in some way. Yeah. <laughs> Jesse Ramey in at centre. Talakai stays in despite that ankle injury. Ronaldo on one wing. Matty Moylan and Nico Hines in the halves. Yep. Toby Rudolph and Royce Hunt in the front row. 
Blake Braley there at hooker. The back row is obviously Hattrick Hero, Nakora, Wade Graham, and Dale Finucane comes into 13. Huge in for them. Yep. The bench is Teague Wilton, Cam McInnes, Braden Hamanueli, and big Andrew Fifi Fafida. Dale Finucane been a little underwhelming this year. Yeah, I think the injuries. I think the injuries I've heard. When he's been playing, he's been really good, mm. but he just hasn't been able to stay healthy. Yeah, yeah. I think well, that's, let's get and they look to... so different when he's in there. Hundred percent. Let's get to the cows though. Scotty too high. Scotty Drinkwater is at fullback. Kyle Felt and the Muzz Maritel Longy is at the wing. Uh, Val Holmes and Peter Hiku in the centres. Peter Hiku underrated season this year. Uh, dropped off a little bit, but underrated year this year. Tommy Dearden and Chad Townsend in the halves. Jordan McLean and Ruben Cotter are in the front row with Reese Robson, possibly the biggest glow up at the nine position this year. Mm, I think so. Yeah. I wouldn't be afraid to say that. Luch Lua and rookie of the year, Jeremiah Nanai are in the second row and (laughs) Jason Tokololo in at the lock. Hamiso Tabuifido is your 14, Tommy Gilbert, Cohen Hess and Griffin Neem with one of the biggest benches. Like there's that storyline too, the battle of the benches. These are some hefty, but I hope there's some reinforcement. Now, look, yeah. I want to stop us right here, and I want to talk about your comment just then. Rookie of the year, Jeremiah Nanai. Oh, here we go. <laughs> here For we those go. eagle-eyed on the story, you might have seen the socials guy put something up. He saw a list or what he thought was a list. Mm-hmm. That list was like the Young Guns team of the year. Yep. He, looks he at didn't it. read it properly. He looks at it. He sees Jeremiah Nanai. 11? What the fuck? I'm outraged. <laughs> Puts it on the story. What is this shit? A couple, couple of exclamation marks, couple of fucking question marks. What the fuck is this? I have to then remind the socials guy, 11 is Jeremiah Nanai's position, chief. Yeah. Oh, they did a it's full by team. position, not by rank. You were not the only person that reminded the socials guy of that. <laughs> did you? Did you? Did the socials guy get a few messages? We had two or three messages come through, and we're like, <laughs> "It's a team. It's not the rankings." So, I honestly was. Any ready friends to go. of the show come in? No, I wasn't. It wasn't friends of the show. <laughs> That's the, thing. <laughs> the socials guy had to accept DMs from yeah. people roasting him. So it is what. That's it is. why we do what we do. That's why we do. We do. It is always listeners. a gamble with the accept DM, isn't it? Yeah, fuck it. I'll accept it. Bye. Yeah, Oops. Yeah, yeah fuck cool. It. Fuck me, I guess. Yeah, I realize I fucked up on that one. That's that okay. is, I laughed at that. That gave me a good giggle at work, socials guy. Shout and then out. the fact that you thought the socials guy was being satirical as well. I know, because I thought it's one of those things where I was like, fuck, this socials guy could not be doing this. Like, is he okay? This is he has to today? be a joke. Yeah. I thought it was satire. I was like, man, this is really good, like, Batuta advocate shit. Like, I like this. Like, <laughs> And then I realized, oh, he. This is yeah, our page. There's been a Oops. there's been a mix up with the batsman here. <laughs> Classic mix up of the. How batsman. long was it? Did the socials guy leave it up for? Uh, about an hour. It was down not long after I messaged the yes. socials guy. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, look, it was up for about an hour, I believe. Um, look, he has been spoken to. We took him out the back. We had a word to him. Um, he, I'm he sure he'd do it again. Easier, he thought it was easier to take it down rather than redact his. Uh, notions. So uh, it is what it is. It is what it is at the end of the day. Um, look, it's you should so have just played it up. Game. You should or, have played it up and been like, 
No, 11. I was outraged. He plays on the right. He wears 12. Yeah. <laughs> That's what he should have done. Um, well, he actually does play on the right. He does wear 12. Yeah, I know. I know. That's why I said Yeah, that. yeah. Um, My but, posts are made of facts. Thank you. Yeah, sorry. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't – like I'm obviously going to go to the cows because they're the cows. And I'm so fucking keen for this game. Like – it's gonna be. Great. I'm so keen to go to this game. It's gonna be so fun. You got permission. We're going. It's gonna be great. Bricked up. Like I am so keen. I'm gonna be walking around with you know the three inch Punisher all day. It's it's gonna be so good. Um, not only are my team back in finals football, but I can go and see it, and that's fantastic. Um, look, it's really it's so hard to pick this game. Let's. I don't want to do this. I only want to do this for this game because I think, like, obviously, Panthers Eels, like, we know these teams, right? Like, this this Sharks team, like, it's hard to pick them because Will Kennedy is, like, he's not played the one for weeks. Connor Tracy has been in and out of the lineup. Steve Talakai as well, in and out of the lineup. So I want to go one to 17, and I want to objectively say who's better or not. Are you okay with that? Can we go from there? Yeah, we can. Are you just going to choose all 17 Cowboys? No, I'm not going to. No, no, no. No, because I'm not that much of a Gronk, but I am a Gronk. Um, Scott Drinkwater, better than Will Kennedy. Can we agree on that? I think so, but I also think it's closer than what a lot of people would give no, it. No, I think it's I think it's closer. I think, I think Will Kennedy at his peak this season and towards the end of last season was immense. And he was I think so it's, good. I think, I think it's a 55-45 thing. I do think it's very similar to that. Whereas like, and Because and, Will Kennedy gives it to you on both ends. Yeah. You lose a little bit of off- offensive flair that you get from Drinky, but he makes up with some of the defensive stuff. Um, but as you said, I'm just concerned about him for the for the time off. Like he's mm. still played 17 games this year, but it's just the stretch leading up to the finals that he obviously didn't mm. play. The weak stretch that would have been good to just get some reps in. That would have been good to get some reps. And and they were kind of, they had played a few different fullbacks. They had Miller, they had Dykes playing fullback. I think Metcalf played a little bit. Eora. Um, he played yeah, Eora. Yeah. I don't know. I think drink water, but I do think it's close for Kennedy at his peak could really be a game changer for this. He's like, he's a lot like Dill Edwards for this team just does yeah. everything right. And lets everyone else shine. hundred um, percent. Tracy felt I've got felt as a winger. I've got felt. Yeah. I've got, I love that Tracy still listed as a halfback on the NRL website. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Felt felt as well. Probably same thing. Like Tracy, if you had Tracy in the centers, I'd be close to going Tracy. Yeah, but I mean, I still think Tracy's just, he's so good at everything. He's not like a one position specialist. Yeah, so I think Jack of all trades, master of none. Yeah, maybe. exactly. But I still go, I'd, I'd go Felty. And I don't know, maybe Tracy drops to the bench and Ikevalu starts. I doubt it, but it's a possibility. It's very much a possibility. Um, Val Holmes over Jesse Romian, and I'm not even being a grump yeah, about that. No, no, I do agree with that. I think Val Holmes is the form center. I think also he would be the form winger because that's his best position, but yeah. he's currently form center. Talakai over Hiku. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I, I think, but once again, I think this is the inverse. We're probably a bit closer than you think. Talakai at his peak. It's obviously without a doubt, but yeah, Talakai, ankle, Talakai when he has off. one of his quiet games, it doesn't get involved. Yeah. I think Hiku, Hiku's still not as good, but I don't think he's as far behind as you would probably think. Hiku's yeah. just so consistent anyway. I agree. Now, this is going to hurt me to say, but I think I need to be realistic. I think Mulatalo is better than Talongi. Um. I think it's very close. Though. I, like, think, we're talking I think it's 51, close. 49, I, I, like. I'm happy to call this one a split if you want, because like, it would just depends cool. on the day. I think Talakai, like, 
um, not Talakai, Talangi, sorry. Talangi does more coming out of his own end and has a few other strengths. I feel like he can also go a bit quiet sometimes. Mm. Yeah. Mulatalo normally is always in and around it. And, and I think Mulatalo's, if you'd asked me six or seven weeks ago, I would have said Murray without a question with the form that he was in. But I mm. think Mulatalo's in a little bit better form. But I mean, I this one is like a coin flip for me. Yeah. Um, I think Dearden's. See, I don't know. Moylan's got the runs on the board, but Dearden's form this year has been. Yeah, insane. I think I'd I defer think to you for this one. Both half spots are going to be tricky. Both half spots really are. And I mean, you don't get to be number two and number three without having fucking one to 17 stacked with good players. I um, think you could say this. I think you can make the exact same argument for each inverse. So I think the youth of Hines and Dearden hurt them. However, the way that they can control the game helps them. I think the age of Townsend and Moylan hurt them. But again, the way that they can get in around and potentially play second fiddle if they have to helps them. And I mean, Does there, that make there's, sense? A, there's a, re- yeah, of course. And there's a reason that the left edge of, of Valentine and Talangi have been so dangerous because Tom Deedham leads them out there. And yeah. you saw what he could do at origin leading that left edge around. What he does is so important. Moylan as well. I think he has games where I'd probably go to Dearden on this just because he's more consistent, which is funny saying that about the player we all thought he might have turned out to be after his stint at Brisbane. Yeah. Uh, whereas Moylan ends up sometimes being a little quiet. He has some great games sometimes and some great moments. But if he's on a game, he's, got, he's always got a few errors in him. Um, I'd probably go Dearden anyway, especially if you're looking at the future. I know that we're not. We're just looking at, obviously, Saturday night. I'd still probably go Dearden. Yeah, I think I think Heinz probably wins the halfback battle. Uh, yeah, see, I'm not, I don't know if you're trying to be humble on this. or we don't think Heinz is better than Chad, but I think Chad's been so important for this team and yeah and Hines and Hines is still learning how to be a halfback right like he's I know this doesn't mean anything but he's not listed as a halfback on the NRL map Mm. he's still a 5'8 which is crazy because he's never played 5'8 he's always been a fullback or a halfback yep um he's still learning and last week they won in spite of his poor performance if you know what I mean yeah, his it wasn't poor. It was just nothing. It was just nothing. Yeah, just it was there. kind he of. Just yeah, he did some good stuff, but he did some bad stuff too. And I think both of these halfbacks are similar in the way where they can win it for their team, but yep. they can also, if they don't play amazingly, their team can win it without them. Yeah, um, Toby Rudolph, I think, is better than Jordan McLean based on age and go based forward on and the vibes. Way, and the way, yeah, based on the vibes, based on nerve, um, and the way that like the guys get around Toby Rudolph. Like I think yeah. Jordan McLean is a, is a locker room presence. Don't get me wrong, but I just think that, yeah, Toby Rudolph, Toby Rudolph wins that battle. I would go as far to say as Braley and Robson might be a scratch on each other as well. I think they do a lot of the same things really well, but they also have that level of diversity. Yeah. I think, I think Robson, each other. Robson runs the ball some of the best out of any nines in the game. Braley's got great service. Yeah. Uh, and that's just a case of how it fits their team. 100%. Like Braley needs to give good service to his halves who are kind of finding a combination and, and trying to, and any young half back there. And, and Robson can run because he's got, he's got really skilled halves outside of him who maybe don't always need the best service, but he's still got great service. He's got great yeah. service, but yeah. I mean, his running game is I'd give it to Robson. There's a reason he was brought into camp for camp for, Origin three, and I think if either Appy or Cook go down next year, he's the next up to come in and and mm. 
be in the squad again. Uh, I've got Cotter over Hunt. Hunt has had a great few weeks, and Cotter is one of those guys that we're saying about, like the Sharks in the in the centers there. Um, you know, he's been in and out of the lineup ever since that hamstring issue. But I think that without we haven't had a soft schedule coming into the finals, but we haven't also had the hardest schedule, especially the last two weeks. And I think that's been good runs on the board for Cotter. Um, so I think he'll be up and ready for this one. Yeah, I'd probably go Rubes as well. I mean, Royce Hunt at his prime is just, they're such a different player. Like yeah. Royce Hunt's like come in, smash them up. Off the back the, fence, come off the bench, whereas Ruben yeah, Cotter is again. like your... Cotter's an 80-minute man, and he kind of, that's almost he's a disservice to, he kind of a disservice to himself a little bit where he, um he can kind of burn himself out a little bit. I'd kind mm-hmm. of like to see them scale the minutes back in the final for him so he can come out and be, like play the first 20, come off for a bit, and then come back on and kind of be able to go balls to the wall for a bit. Yeah. Um, not tire himself out. Probably go Cotter over the top of Hunt, especially if he can find that form pre-origin. Yeah, 100%. Uh, Nakora over Leilua. Um, Leilua. Yeah, I've got a huge soft spot for Nakora. He's just one of – do you know how there's just the guys that you like? I think he's just yeah. like – I love a ball, like a whole running – back rower. I yeah. think it's one of the most underrated positions that it can really make a team. And he's like, he's good looking, he scores tries and he's great with his hands. Yeah. hundred percent. Speaking from experience. Uh, I've got Nano over Graham. I just think Graham's not at that point in his career. Yeah, anymore. I, I think Graham, a good parallel for Graham's probably Elliot Whitehead. He's yeah. there. He's a leader. He's out there, but probably, you know, deep down the coach is like, I wish I could probably put my bench back rower on here. I, I wish I could throw Teague Wilton on. Yeah, but who knows? I mean, Wade Graham's always known for a head knock. This game's going to be physical. Prayers up, nothing happens. Yeah, prayers up. And then, I mean, for Nukin on his day, I think it could be a scratch because Taumalolo, as much as I don't like to say it, can be a bit of a passenger sometimes. But I think... I still think it's it's Taumalolo, hands down. I think what he's done this year really well is that he's picked his moments fantastically. I think, you know, he's learning when to run over the top of people, when to use late footwork, when to pass the ball. Um, I But I just, I have mad respect for Dale Finucane. Um, mm. I, I personally, I think it's JT without like a question. I think mm. so. Um, he's been, he's, he's had a real, I've never, and you know this, and I've never been a massive JT fan really. Like I've Either liked what he's done and respected him, but I've just never been like, ah, oh, that's kind of like the style. It's, this is the style thing. I'm just not a fan of that style. Um, yeah. But he has re, I've always thought his best position is prop and it's still, it, it probably might be. Um but, but him and Rubes play said, that switchability. Yeah, exactly. Baby. Exactly. He basically is a prop, so it's fine. It's not yeah. anything. I'm not going to get fucking worked up. But, I mean, you saying he, he picks his runs and does that, that's a Todd Payton effect, I think. That's what Todd Payton 100%. was trying to get into him last year. Play less minutes. We don't need you to run 80 and burn yourself out. I think Ruben Cotter will probably get the same treatment next year. He'll try yeah. and work out Rubes, how to inject you. We've got a good pack. Let's just save you. How to get the greatest 60 out of both of them. Exactly. I'd rather get a great 60 than a good 80. Yeah, because uh, we got they got enough guys to cover that twenty, no stress. Um, yeah, Cohen Hess, Griffin yeah. Name, and, mm. and JT's looked really good, and he's actually got a little bit of ball ball playing in him, which I like too. He's throwing the ball late in the line, and that's how they're getting those big swings out to out to the left edge, out to mm. Tommy, and out to Val. That's yeah. how you always see how to how the fuck did Val just like get a line break? It's late. It's that late pass in the line from JT. Mm. Mm. Uh, yeah, look, I got my cows. Uh, I can't. I can't not go with my cows. I know you've got the sharks, but this 
it's a coin flip of a game. Yeah, um, for me, it, it honestly comes down to home home field. If if the yeah. Cowboys had been at home, I probably would have picked the Cowboys. I think it's just they're down there in the aquarium, um, in, a, in, the in the cove, shark, in the shark tank. Sharks with freaking lasers on their head. Lasers, man. Lasers. Um, they're down there. The Cowboys struggle in Sydney a little bit, Badly. and it's actually a test for both teams. They've both had quote unquote easy ish schedules. Mm. Now they're playing the other top four, one of the top four teams. Mm. Um, I'm literally just going Sharks because it's at home. I think they'll be fucking red up. There's going to be 11,000 Bogans there yelling and screaming. Including and that's going to be hard for the cat, including us. We're going to be there. Don't you worry. Yeah, I haven't decided I'm going to go for in the night yet. I'll bring you a jersey. Don't worry about uh, it. I don't know. I've already been told I'm getting a Sharks jersey brought for me. So we'll see. Are you? You cannot dog me on this. <laughs> you cannot. I will not allow it. Oh, I'm trying to work out who I don't want to play, who I want to play the least. But I guess it doesn't matter because both teams survive. They could both end up there. They could. I just want to see who ends up on my side of the bracket. I don't know. I'd probably, I'd rough. Yeah, it's tough. We'll come to it when we come to it. Come to it when right, we come yeah, to I'm it. I'm going to go Sharks in a close game. It's meant to be shit weather this weekend in Sydney. That definitely is going to play a factor. Yeah, 100%. All right, over to the hen house. Uh, Roosters v Rabbitohs. The Roosters lineup: Hamed Tedesco at the one, pretty full strength actually. I was not expecting Victor Adler to come back, but fuck me, he's back. Hamed Tedesco at the one. Uh, Toops has been named, and Sex Ali has been named as well on the wing. Um, bit surprising with Daniel Tupo, but it is what it is. Um, are we profits? Are we amazing? Yes. Okay, Drew Hutchinson and Paul Morovsky, they've been named in the centers. We did call Drew Hutchinson coming in. Uh, Luke Keary and Sam Walker are your halves. JWH playing in possibly his last final series is one prop with Tauke Aho on the other side. Good to see him back as well. Sammy Verrills is in at the hooker. Big Gus Crichton and Nat Butcher are your second rowers. And Victor Radley, as I said, is your lock. They have pretty well the same bench with my boy AK coming in, Adam Kieran, Egan Butcher, Connor Watson, and Matt Lodge. Um, pretty small bench with Watson and Kieran there, but Watson obviously can play eight through 13. So that helps. Uh, how do the bunnies line up, my guy? They're pretty much back to full strength here. Mm. Big trail mitt there at fullback. Alex Johnson on one wing, Tane Milne on the other. They need to get that right wing. Where's Isaac sorted. Thompson, bro? Yeah, Isaiah Tars. I think he might be injured because he's not named in the extent. He must be. Mm. Isaiah Tars and big Campbell Graham. He's back there at the centers. Cody Walker and Lachlan Ilias, who just signed a big two-year extension. Congrats, Lockie. 2025, shout out. Front row with Tavita Satola and the GOAT, Marky Nichols. Could be his last game for South. Um, the hookers, Damian Cook. The back rowers are Keon, Kaloa, Matangi, and Jai Arrow. Cam Murray is named Battle of the Scrambled 13s. Bro. And then the bench is Cody Nikarima, Hame Sele, Thomas Burgess, and Savili Havili. Um, who gets HIA first, Victor Radley or Cameron Murray? <laughs> Probably Rad, Radley's got the form. Probably so fucking probably tough, Radley. man. Like, I'll tell you what was tough. Them asking Demetrio in the press conference after the game, like, and him going, yeah, no, nah, Cambo's playing next week. It's yeah. like, yeah, even if he is, like, just don't say that shit. Don't say anything. Just That's like the inside voice thing. Just yeah. be like, oh, just be like, we, we don't know. We're going to just check. Yeah, let's make sure that Cam's I mean, there was okay no first. doubt that Cambo was going to play because even if he fucking was seeing 
sounds, he still would have said, I'm good to play, put me on. Because without him, without him, I choose the Roosters, but with him, I'm going to choose the Bunnies. I think the Joey Manu out's massive. Tupo has to play. I don't know if he will. Like the bench, I guess you bring on Ken Naguama or Gilda, maybe. Yeah, probably Naguama. Bring in- Naguama's played more at the on the wing. He's played more third. Yeah, I mean, Momorowski could push out to a wing, but you wouldn't love it. I think that back, it looks so gross without Joey Manu. Manu. It looks tough. And it would be so much, like if Tupo's out and we're talking about the last spot being filled by Gildard or Ken Naguama, I think we're in trouble there for a finals game. Yeah, 100%. 100%, I do think the bench changes a little bit. I think Kieran falls off and someone comes in. I'd imagine maybe Terrell May. Yeah, maybe. I think Terrell will come in, or maybe he plays. Maybe out. they maybe they keep Kieran because they're thinking Kieran's going to play the wing, and then Terrell comes in after that. Yeah, that might be that might be the play. Maybe Robo sixteen or, on the wing. He always has this fucking changes up. Trent Robinson. Yeah, I mean, I think South players they are. It doesn't matter. Like the only real outs, Mamazulius is not even in the twenty-two man. Unlucky. He played good last week. I like Pete. Um, yeah, I think they're just the two full strength in our South. And I was saying last week, there's a, I didn't even look up the stat, but the stat is something crazy where when teams play each other in round 25 and then in the finals, the team that lost the first one will win the second. I think that'll happen this week. Yeah, I think it happens too. I think Troll might have been holding back a little bit. Yeah, um, and, and once Cam Murray was gone, it kind of like we weren't there, but from, from what it seemed and from stuff I've heard, it kind of like sucked the air out of the building a little bit. It just didn't feel the same. And then like Manu came off and the trail sin bin and Campbell Graham coming back is massive. And yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I got the bunnies too. Um, yeah, it's just Wow, fuck room for a good weekend of football. This is a good weekend. This is the best weekend of football in such a long time. Like, it's crazy to think when you look at this that one of the Raiders, Storm, South, and Roosters, or two of them, sorry, aren't going to be around next week. Yeah, that's, yeah, it's insane to think. It's absolutely insane to think. Uh, You got anything more you want to touch on, my guy, before we get out of here? Um, not really. Just keep an eye on the socials. It's finals. It's ramping up. We're going to be in and around the footy. So keep an eye out for us if you are going. Um, we're going to be posting plenty of stuff, plenty of predictions. I'm really looking forward to next Tuesday's show. We're going to be breaking down the first week um, and hopefully we make some money this week on Play Up. Let's do it. Play Up, gamble responsibly. Praise be under the cover as always. Praise be under the doc guy, the socials guy, and the Sherpa. Forever praise be, amen. And we will catch you in the Tuesday show. Go the cows. Catch you then.